You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, 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 welcome to another edition of Ask the Best with Dr. Jeff, and I am your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, here with you for the next 30 minutes here on Pet Life Radio. And um, just wanted to, of course, thank our sponsors. You know, last week we were not live because actually I was in Orlando at the Global Pet Expo. I was actually there with our producer and the boss man at Pet Life Radio, Mark Winter, along with Megan Blake. We had a great time and a lot of fun stuff, a lot of things going on at the big trade show. This is the biggest trade show. And it's so weird from a veterinarian perspective being at the two big veterinary shows. January and February, the North American Vet Conference in Orlando, and then February, the Western Veterinary Conference in Vegas, and now back to Orlando for the big global pet expo. But it was a really good show, a lot of energy. The good news is the pet industry is alive and well. The place was packed, a lot of big vendors, everybody there showing off their wares, their new products. It was really a great show. I was there with our sponsor, show sponsor, ProSense, ProSense Pet Products. Also, I want to thank Pet Health Network, and we have a new kind of sponsor helping us out and uh, seeing the value of what we do here on Pet Life Radio, and that is Kong, K-O-N-G. So when we get callers who get the guts to call in a question about their pet, or email me a question that I read live on air, the uh, Kong is going to send out a free Kong toy. And those aren't cheap. So that's a really great thing. So you get free advice, lots of information, and a ProSense and or a Kong toy just for calling in here to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff on Pet Life Radio. That is a great deal. And to find ProSense products, just uh, you can go to our local Walmart retailer, Target. A lot of the big retailers are carrying ProSense, and those are phenomenal products for you. You know, you learn a lot when you go to these shows. And one of the things we learn a lot are the inconsistencies, inaccuracies as far as internet and the stories on the internet. I had a client come in to get some medication, a flea preventive, a parasite preventative, and a heartworm preventative. And there's a couple of products out there that are, we'll do all of them. And um, I recommended one of them. And it happens to be a, a product by Elenco Lily called Trifexis. I just, you know, I, did, I don't like the mess of the spot on. So I've been using that on my dogs. And uh, so she buys it on my recommendation. And then she comes in the next day, which was this morning, to tell me that this product, Dr. Warbridge, did you know that this product has killed over 700 dogs? And I'm going, oh, really? You know, it's amazing. You realize, let's for a second, just for one split second, if in fact a product was responsible for 700 dog deaths, don't you think you would have heard about it without searching it down? Don't you think Elenco Lily, which is a huge product, I mean, Elenco Lily is the better name division of Lily, Eli Lily and Company. We're talking one of the most major pharmaceutical companies in the country. It is, it's up there with the big players. Don't you think with 700 animals being killed by a product that this product would already be off the shelves and they'd be researching and finding out what happened? I said, it is nonsense. There was a story, oh, um, a couple of months ago, maybe even longer, maybe six months ago, and a woman called her local news station, I believe Atlanta, 
to complain that this medication that she put her dogs on killed her dogs. And the story was going to go live on the news. And so what happened was the company decided to pay for two independent veterinary schools to do a complete autopsy, what we call a necropsy on these dogs. And they didn't give them much history at all. All they said is, here are these two dogs, they're deceased, fairly sudden death. Can you do your magic and see what you got? Two independent veterinary pathology departments at two major U.S. veterinary schools came up with the exact same diagnosis. Pretty interesting, huh? And not surprising. I'm kind of being facetious. And what was the exact same diagnosis? These dogs had a disease called, and they were siblings, they were related, cardiomyopathy. So this is not caused by a medication. This is a heart condition that these dogs are usually born with, especially in this breed. And it had nothing to do with the medication. What's interesting is the newscaster, the reporter who was taking on this story, who was doing his quote-unquote investigative reporting, he knew he got the results from these two independent, very, very impressive major veterinary school departments of pathology indicating that these deaths were not related to anything but an underlying cardiac defect. And guess what? Wouldn't you know it? News is news. They love these sensationalized stories. They ran the story anyway. So I told this client, there is no way my dogs personally have been on this product for several years without incidents. I've scripted it out to hundreds and hundreds of dogs. And other than maybe a little vomiting with the first dose, I had zero, zero problems. So I always caution you that the internet is a great source of information. As I often say, it's even a greater source of misinformation. And therefore, just proceed with caution. When you think something, you know, look into it. And, you know, it's like there's a uh, website, I think it's called Snopes, that when you hear these crazy facts and you say to yourself, ah, that just that sounds too weird. There's a website you can go on to and a lot of these things are fiction. It's not fact. They become viral on the Internet. Before you know it, you're hearing all this stuff about a product or about a service, something that is totally out of whack. And when you go on to verify the facts, you find out bogus, nonsense, not true. So just kind of be careful and talk to your veterinarians. I mean, we are not, let's put it this way, veterinarians are not going to prescribe a medication for your pet that they know is dangerous. Because who do you think it's going to look bad for at the end of the day? Of course, it's going to look bad for your veterinarian. So clearly, when you hear these stories, it's not because they're true, but typically they are overblown for the media. They are nonsense. Somebody had a bug up their behind and wanted to create problems. And the truth is, there is no governing body when it comes to what you could say online. You could say anything you want. It doesn't have to be remotely true. It could have been one incident somewhere, who knows where, and all of a sudden, these numbers are coming up, 700 dog deaths. So anyway, my take-home message is you, you want to be careful. Anyway, I'm here for you. I'd like to, love to hear from you. Any questions you might have? I mean, I know there's got to be some burning, burning questions about your pet's health, about your pet's diet, about your pet's exercise. You know, again, one of the hotter topics out there, of course, as always, is the fact that obesity is such a huge problem. I know we've talked recently about pet insurance. We've got to do something about that as well because, you know, again, thinking about how many dogs 
and cats are in this country. We're looking at something like 117 million just dogs and cats. That doesn't include the pocket pets. That doesn't include the horses. I mean, we're talking a lot of animals out there. And yet, less than 1% of you pet owners, pet parents, call yourselves whatever you'd like, are insuring your pets. But trust me, it is the pet owner who is the first to complain about the cost of care. And, and I, I know it's expensive. Everything's expensive. It's expensive to have a hospital. It's expensive to, to have 20-some-odd employees and keep them here, you know, keep somebody here all night and run infusion pumps all night. I mean, certainly to get quality care. Like, you know, it's often I say, when you go to a hospital that is a AHA certified, that's the American Animal Hospital Association certified, there are many, many guidelines that we need to follow as far as equipment, protocols, facility, etc. So when someone says, well, God, doc, that's so expensive. I said, yeah, I know it is, but this is for you. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, if you got sick, would you want to go down to the free clinic downtown, right, with all the indigents, the homeless, or would you want to go to a full hospital like here in town, a UCLA hospital, a major university hospital, a Cedars-Sinai, Children's Hospital Los Angeles, which is world famous, right? Where would you go? Where would you want to take your kid? And I think the answer is pretty obvious. And then the client will come back and say, yeah, but, but, but we have insurance. And I said, well, for your pets, you can have insurance. In fact, I don't even like calling it pet insurance. I like calling it medical insurance for your pets. Because in actuality, that's what it is. It is just like the insurance that you have, but it's for your pets. So I think that you know, if you want the best of both worlds, meaning you, of course, want the, as I call it, the Rolls Royce of care, you want the quality facility, you want the attention, you want all the good bells and whistles and the most advanced diagnostic equipment. So in order to have it and to be able to afford it, look into health insurance for your pets. I think it's very, very important. So Anyway, when we come back, I'm looking, I'm waiting for my first call, everyone, here, very easy. You know, you can just get us, uh, number, simple, simple, at 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882. Uh, you can also send us a quick email to Dr. Jeff, that's drjeff at petliferadio.com, or just, you know, go into Pet Life Radio, and you can join in the conversation, or catch us on the web on petliferadio.com. And also, we're waiting for the first call, because I want to give away that first Kong. I want to know who is going to be the one to get the first Kong toy that we are giving away here for free on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio, and we'll find out when we come back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization, here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends of the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Well, welcome back to Ask the Vet with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. And if I heard Mr. Mark, Mark went to our producer correctly. We have a caller uh, who's on the line. Hi. Hi. This is Michelle calling from Canada. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm what? well, thank you. How are you? So what province in Canada are you from? Alberta. I'm calling ah, from Edmonton. Very nice. So what can we do for you? <laughs> not so nice. No, no, no. Why? Is it really cold out there? It's not so cold. We've had a really mild winter, but it did snow today. Um, but yeah, it's still nice out there for March. Oh, we can hear that Canadian out. So uh, yeah, I, I would pick you out in a crowd anyway. So <laughs> so what's doing? What's doing up in? Uh, you, have, you have dog, cat. What do you got? I have a miniature Dachshund that I rescued approximately two years ago. Good for you. And she is a miniature Dachshund Dolly. Okay, and uh, I'm sure she's adorable. What color? She's brown with brown, okay. little black cats. Aw, very cute. So <laughs> how is Dolly? What can we do for you? She is fine, but she had, when I rescued her, whoever had her before me never cared for her teeth. Ooh, okay. And they're very, like, she has extremely bad breath. Okay. Did have a consultation with our veterinarian who gave me an estimate of twenty-three dollars to $2,400 Canadian. And then when I had a consult with a veterinarian that was, I was told to go visit that was more out in the country, he like uh-huh. an estimate of $400. Right. And so I really don't understand why there's such a huge discrepancy. All right. So let me just go through a few things to might explain a little bit and just so we can at least compare apples to apples. First of all, let's eliminate the medical stuff for one second and just talk about the business side. I would imagine that the country doc does not have as elaborate a facility and may not have recommended or required certain things that the city doc did. All right. For example, when I have a dog like this, how old is she, by the way, Dolly? She's 11. She'll be 12 in July. All right. So you have an 11-year-old dog with horrendous teeth. That tells Mm -hmm. me that there's a very strong possibility that this dog is going to need extractions. Okay? Yes. And so now we have to back up. An 11-year-old dog that needs extractions means the dog needs to be fully anesthetized. All right? Because you do not want to remove teeth without anesthesia. So then, in order to do anesthesia on an 11- to 12-year-old dog, unless you've had blood work done in the last, say, six or eight months, your veterinarian in the city probably wants to do a full blood panel. 
And, mm-hmm. and I, again, that would be the safest thing. You're, no anesthesiologist would knock out a 90-year-old person, all right, or even a 70-year-old person or even a 60-year-old person without having lab work. So more okay. likely than not, this doctor wants to do some blood work prior to the procedure, and that would be highly advised. Unless, of course, you've been going in for your annual physicals and you had one recently, then I would say, oh, oh good, I can just take a look at that blood work just to make sure we are safe for anesthesia. So that might be one discrepancy where one required it or recommended it and the other one didn't. I would imagine for 2300 bucks, a full blood panel is in that quote. I'd be surprised if it isn't. Next case. So now we have our quote for anesthesia and we're going to anesthetize. We know we're going to clean the teeth and we know we're going to extract. Do we want to extract teeth without knowing what the bone looks like or not? Would your dentist do that or would your dentist do some dental x-rays? And my hunch is, again, that the Alberta City Veterinarian in Edmonton definitely has in that $2,300 quote, x-rays, dental films. And maybe the country doc far away probably doesn't have dental x-ray capabilities. So they might be doing what we used to do, and and honestly, many of us still do, and that is you still have to go with your gut feel, how loose the tooth is, how much gum recession there is, what does the tooth itself look like to make our determination whether or not we want to pull this tooth. But the point is, when you're in there pulling bad teeth in a dog who has bad teeth, you can't always tell what the bone situation is like by looking at the portion of the tooth that is outside of the gum, called the crown. So, therefore, you may need, and I'm not saying we do, but the idea of taking an x-ray on an older dog's mouth that you know already is going to need some extractions based on how bad the teeth are and how loose they are in the mouth, might you want to just make sure that there are, A, are none others that need to come out, or B, you might have a tooth that looks kind of bad on the outside, maybe you should pull, maybe you shouldn't, and you take the dental x-ray and you find, oh my God, these roots are gorgeous, and everything's in the bone and everything is complete, so then all you need is a thorough cleaning. So again, that might make the difference there between dental films or not doing dental films. As far as the cleaning and polish procedure, I would imagine they're kind of the same, roughly. I would imagine the general anesthesia probably would be less expensive from the veterinarian out in the country. And I think, you know, that part of that is, you know, is the procedure any different from the vet out there? Probably not. It's the same. I think the difference might be just the cost of the equipment of and the equipment used and the OR, the operating room that's going to be used, etc., in the city veterinarian is probably going to be a little bit more sophisticated, and therefore that is reflected in the higher price. So I think if you separate everything out, if you actually compare the estimates of both and see, do they both include blood work? Do they both include dental films, right? General anesthesia, and then the cleaning and polish and whatever extractions. And then you can, now that you kind of know what you're looking at, you can make a better decision, more informed decision as to, well, God, you know, the guy out there, yes, he does want to do blood work. Yes, he does have a nice hospital. Yes, he does plan on taking dental films. And he's just much less expensive because he's out in the country. Then, man, take that extra hour drive or whatever it is and go out to the country. But if his quote did not include blood work, plus full general anesthesia, plus dental films, plus the cleaning and polish, plus the extractions, plus medication, both pain and antibiotics, because you know it's painful when you don't get in the mouth. So you want to make sure that the quotes included post-operative pain meds and post-operative antibiotics. So hopefully now you can look at that revisit both invoices, both estimates, and say, hmm, no wonder why this guy was only 400 because he's not including all that stuff. No wonder why this guy is 2200 because he's including all plus some. So have you been, I don't know if you've been, if you had the estimates in front of you while I was talking to see if I'm in the ballpark with what um, they were No, they were just received in person, uh-huh. but I 
think I, my gut says to go with our city veterinarian, and he also specializes in dentistry. And that's another reason why he's, yeah, and that's probably another reason why he's much more expensive. Because, I mean, I'll tell you, you're more than welcome to come out to Los Angeles. I'd be happy to take care of her. But, uh, you know, we do the more sophisticated because we you know we do take dental films. We want to make sure the bloods are okay because we certainly don't want to anesthetize an 11 to 12-year-old dog without making sure that everything is fine. But it will be even more expensive by a vet dentist than it would be just by your general practice veterinarian who also is sort of up to date and has a lot of this equipment in their hospital. That also explains why that very large amount because he's a veterinary dental specialist. Okay. He also said that because she was originally a breeder dog and then was given away when she is deemed to be of no value, uh-huh. that she has never been fixed. and that, Ooh, that needs, absolutely. That needs, oh, my because gosh. Because she's at an increased risk for like breast cancer and uterine and so your thoughts well, on that? Uh, all right. For, if that's included in the price, he's 100% right. However, I will just warn you that the uterine cancer, the ovarian cancer, 100%, yes, preventable. Okay. But mammary cancer at this age, the current trend, the belief is that, that in order to gain the benefit of mammary cancer risk reduction, these female dogs need to be spayed before their second heat. And that's assuming they don't have a litter on their first. So your risk okay. reduction, your risk reduction for mammary cancer. Now, uh, trust me, still do it because there are many other advantages. But as far as I don't want you thinking that heaven forbid end up with mammary cancer three years down the road, you're going to say, I thought that because we spayed her, that she's not going to get mammary cancer. No, that unfortunately we can't do anything about that risk by spaying her so late. But I mean, you know, it's so funny because here, and I don't know whether it's uh, well, it's, it's in a, the big city, LA, or the states, or obviously veterinarians that believe in it like I do. But I don't think I even have an 11 year old patient in my entire database, and I'm talking substantial database that is not mm-hmm. fixed. So I would have been on you to get her fixed years ago as soon as you first adopted her. In fact, you know, it's interesting. Did you adopt her literally from the street or from a a rescue agency? Pretty much from the street. She happened to be in the care of a neighbor. Oh, um, Was just given randomly away to this individual. And then I, yeah, so I, and then I just immediately took her. Well, you're a princess, but I will tell you that in LA, any rescue group, any shelter, anyone, they can't even rescue them out and you know, adopt them out to new homes if they're not fixed. So that's mm-hmm. why it's so bizarre for me to even hear of a dog this age that is not fixed yet. I mean, it is like an essential. And even if she were a breeding dog at some point, which she may have been, mm-hmm. you know, by the time they hit seven or eight, they're not going to breed them anymore. You get them fixed at that point. Right. So, yeah, so if she's not been fixed and she hasn't had lab work, I hate to spend your money, but I would think that you might be better off at the, uh, at the city vet. Okay. This has been so helpful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. And don't hang up without talking to Mark in studio because we're going to send Dolly out a, a gift. Oh, for- how lovely. Thank you. All right. All right. Very good. And best of luck with Dolly. And um, I'm sure she'll be fine. And why don't you, after it's all done, would you uh, give yes. us a call back here and revisit with us and let us know how it all went? I will. Thank right. you. Thanks a lot. Bye, Michelle. Bye-bye. Now, that was painless. You see, everybody, all this great information, and it's free. And hopefully, we got Michelle on the right track. So anyway, it is that time. It is that time to sign off. And that was a great call. I hope all of you out there listening heard this information because this is very, very important. When you go someplace, if you're going to get a second opinion, if you are going to talk to a friend, it is so important to compare apples to apples. Here were two 
quotes. One was four times or, or so, or maybe six times the, uh, the other, and yet they were not even in the same ballpark as far as what was going to be done. So you really want to compare apples to apples and get information. Don't just say, oh, God, he's so cheaper. Therefore, I'm going that way. Find out where your money is going, what it's going to be spent on. Get a little education. Uh, ask yourself, would you want to go into a procedure like that and to take out teeth or not without knowing if they need to come out? Would you want a full anesthesia, general anesthesia, without knowing that your pet is healthy enough to withstand full anesthesia? So these are the very critical issues. Note that the, the one doctor picked up that she has not been spayed and recommended. A hundred percent, that is so necessary. So we will be here next week. I want you to tune in. I want you to be a caller so you too can get a free ProSense product and or a free Kong product. And once again, thanks for joining me here on Pet Life Radio. I want to thank ProSense, Pet Health Network, and Walmart, and Kong for helping me be here, and of course, Pet Life Radio. And we will uh, see you next week. Have a great weekend and a great week. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.